and welcome back to the advice from hannah show i'm your host hannah guzman this is season three episode 175 what's good we're almost to 200 like i'm beyond excited beyond stoked but you know i've got some announcements to make i have some announcements to make this week and it is that we are now on youtube so go ahead to www.youtube.com and search Advice from Hannah. Subscribe to my YouTube channel so you can be up to date with the latest content that I have over there. It has been a journey. Every Friday for the next couple of weeks, I am hosting a segment with Duania and Doreen of Canadian Small Business and The Smart Woman Every Friday, we are live 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Women Winning Friday. That is my new segment that I have on YouTube. So go ahead, check it out. I would love for you guys to tally your way over there. I know y'all be following some YouTubers. So now I'm officially on YouTube. So don't forget to subscribe to my channel. There, I said it in that way. However, how is everybody? How are you doing? Season three. 175th episode last week we had angie on the mic i hope y'all enjoyed this episode i did it with a lot of love it has been wild wild west over here in my end if i begin to tell you all everything that has gone wrong (laughs) in my life this would be like a three-hour episode i'm gonna need more wine and we are just gonna be on here boohooing about everything But I'm going to choose to look at the bright side. But I also have a complaint. I have a complaint. And since you all listen to me, I like to think you would care about my complaint. Because whenever I complain to somebody else, nobody listens. Or maybe you'll just turn this off. I don't know. Point of the story is, whenever I'm giving out advice, I have people call me. I have been extremely busy. I don't know if I had mentioned in a previous episode or not, but my mom had surgery in January. So I have been caregiving for her just a little extra more with a little more extra attention to detail, just because she hasn't been, you know, for the first couple of weeks, not as mobile, making meals, making sure this place is in tip top shape, you know, learning alongside with her, her new lifestyle. So it has been a learning curve for that. I have kind of stepped away from a few things, though I'm still very present here and wherever I need to be, I'm not anywhere I don't need to be. And I'm very intentional. The fact that I have 
this weekend, about five missed phone calls, I can tell you I'm not picking up the phone because then that takes away time for me to do the things that I'm set up for myself to do. I'm time blocking. And when I have phone time, I will have phone time and I will call everybody back. But if you're somebody that's listening to me and you call me and I didn't pick up, I'm sorry. But you're just going to have to wait. I have a lot on my plate right now. And caregiving to somebody, I'm not too sure if any of you have done it. But it is very time consuming. I'll do it for 100 years if I have to. It, it ensures that my mother's health is in tip top shape. We're almost out the woods. We're almost back to living a new normal. And I'm super excited about that. But I just wanted to share with you that because we have that going on. I've been without a car for the last few weeks, which has been the adventure of my lifetime. Um, I'm no stranger to public transit here in Toronto. I grew up on public transit. I didn't get a car until I was about 28. And my luck with cars hasn't been the best. However, I choose to see the optimistic side. But this month, without a car... And my mom being in the condition that she's being, it has tested my patience to a level that I am not accustomed to. So I've had to take a lot of deep breaths. I had to really focus and zone in because now, you know, my commute driving to work was 30, 45 minutes. Now we're looking at an hour and 15 there, hour and 45 back. So I'm sitting there on the bus and it's not like I can, you know, tape an episode or do a Wisdom Wednesday or go on a live. And connect with people because I have like the weirdest. And people smell on the bus. Y'all, if you're in Toronto, if you're anywhere, and you just take public transit, personal hygiene is so important. You know, it's not expensive. I'm not telling you to smell like Gucci and Prada like I do every day. But just just wash your armpits, brush your teeth, you know, change your jacket ever so often. Wash it with soap. Do you know what soap is? (sighs) The amount of strong scents I've had to deal with in the morning in the last couple of weeks have been unreal, y'all. Unreal. Like I sit there and I wonder if you smell this bad next to me, what does your bedroom smell like? Your towel. Do you wash your towel? Do you change your sheets once a week? Like I don't understand how people live. I'm very confused. I'm, you know, I may not be the cutest, but I never smell. I never smell bad. Like I am obsessed with scent. I'm, you know, I have deodorant in my bag. When I'm driving, I have deodorant in my car. I have spray in my car. I always have like multiple chapsticks everywhere. I have gum. My hair is always like it's cleanliness, people. Cleanliness. It's just you could tell how stressed out I am about the cleanliness thing. And I I know I sound privileged right now. I do. I do. I can understand. I'm in full privilege mode right now. At least I have a method of transportation that for $3.25, I can get to and from work and make money. I'm well aware of this. And they smell. <laughs> they smell. There's nothing else I can tell you, but they smell. And it's winter. So if you're wearing a parka, it's like minus 15, minus 20 degrees in Toronto. It is brick city. And if I can tell you smell bad while you're wearing a winter jacket, there's something wrong. There's something seriously wrong in your life. And I really hope that you see Jesus in a bar of soap. I really do. That is my first rant. Y'all, make sure if you're an Advice from Hannah listener and you're listening to me right now, right now wear some damn soap. Just just soap. I don't even care if it's ivory fresh. At this point, you think I should be handing out soaps at the subway? Maybe some people would think it's offensive. They probably would think it's offensive if I start handing out soap. But I feel like some of y'all need it. Shoot. Smelling like all kinds of shades of smell. Like all layers of smell. All up in my business. And then like, there's no like personal space. Oh my God. 
However, it is a cheap way to get around and it's reliable. I have an app. There's an app. The app tells me what time I stand there and it comes at that time. Like I have no issues with it in that sense of it's reliable. It comes on time and it keeps your costs very low. Excellent for somebody uh, at any point of their life, but I just don't like it. I just don't. And I don't feel like I should be penalized. I really hope that by the time I tape another episode that I'm driving. (laughs) Because this has been a journey, y'all. I'm just not even impressed. I'm not impressed. But nonetheless, what was my next order of business here on the podcast? Oh, that I keep getting called strong. Like, this is really irritating me. It's not irritating me. Because do you guys think I I wish I, I was strong? Like, don't you think I wish to live the soft life, the loved life, the life that doesn't know of adversity, and that I could just sit there and be a pretty flower? I once asked my niece, Angie, when she was six, what she wanted to be when she grew up. And she told me a flower. And I sat there and I was like, girl, what kind of money are you going to make being a flower? And now I sit here and I'm like, dang. She had it all figured out at six. She wanted to be a flower because a flower just sprouts, stands in the sun, and lives. So I want to be a flower now at this point in my life because Lord knows the last thing I am is sitting somewhere (laughs) and taking sun, no flower. Um, But yeah, I don't know where I was. Where was my thought process? I went, where was I? Why do you guys listen to me? I can't even keep a a thought going anymore. Oh, yes. I'm circling back now. People tell me that I'm so strong that they're not like me. I've I've heard, you know, if you're new here, I am a ravishing, extraordinary divorcee in my mid-30s with so much life, live, and gray hairs, and wounded heart, (laughs) and all its glory, okay? I'm damn proud of it now. However... The approach that I take to two things, the level of demand that I have of myself and the output that people in my inner circle puts into me needs to meet what I put out. Let me explain this to you. I don't do mediocre. I don't. I. If you're my friend, if you're my family, I go full throttle for you. You text me, I answer you back in three three minutes. You call me, I know I just said I missed a whole bunch of people's phone calls. But if you are somebody that I consider in my close friend group or in my heart, I pick up that phone call each and every single time. And I tell you, yo, right now I'm busy, but I'm going to get back to you. Everybody else can wait. So the level of love that I pour out to people and how strong I am when it comes to me wanting the things that I want, I don't take no for an answer. I have very high demands. I, you know, I often hear like, oh, well, you're so demanding. Oh, well, your expectations are over the, are over the hill. Hell yeah, they are. What do you expect me to be? Less than I was that for a long time. That didn't get me nowhere. This, oh no, it's okay. It's fine. Don't worry. It doesn't have to be that expensive. It's okay. No, 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 it's fine. I'll take the small fries. Oh, no, no, no. It's okay. You don't have to do that. No, do that for me. Do that and more. This is where I'm at right now in life. So, When somebody tells me that I am too much or that I'm strong and they're not able to do what I'm telling them to do or what I'm suggesting them to do, then why do you come for me? Why do you come to ask me, right? I think that every individual should be able to provide for themselves what they're asking of somebody else. 
right? You should be able to provide that for yourself. If you want a certain lifestyle, if you want to live in a certain place, if you want to wear something, if you want to go somewhere, if you want to eat somebody, eat somebody or eat something. <laughs> eat somebody. I do. <laughs> I do. It's been a while, y'all, for Hannah. But anywho, you know, if you want to do any of those things, you should be able to because that's I can't eat myself, though. No, I can't. I can't. That'd be weird, too. Anyways, so <laughs> I may edit out, edit that out of the episode. I don't know. Now I'm all like, I'm like, you know, I talked about the S word with my, with my listeners. Y'all, Hannah has needs and they're not being met at all, at all in any aspect when it comes to that. Like, where, where are all y'all at? I don't know. I don't know. They just, I, am I that intimidating? I think so. Maybe this why because nobody talks to me. So anyways, we'll figure this out one of these days. I think it's because I'm demanding and I have like a straight resting bitch face and nobody talks to me now at this point. I also don't have time and I also don't go anywhere. So I can't expect Hannah to get some action in her living room. Is he going to fall from the sky? No. (laughs) Anywho, but you can't be asking, like I can't be asking that of anybody if I'm not willing to do it for them either, right? But in that case, we're going to talk about that in another episode one of these days. I've never talked about uh, sexual intimacy on my podcast, and I haven't touched this subject for a specific reason. It's an idea that I have in my head, and I will never talk about it on the show taped. That's a clue. But, you know, my ideas take a while to cook. I cook for a long time. When I tell you I'm doing something with the brand, like an event or anything along the lines of that. Know that I've thought about it for an extremely long time before I actually put it out there. But anywho, back to where I was. And then people tell me that they're strong, that I'm strong and they can't do the thing. Like, for instance, I was talking to a family friend and she's going through it. Um, Unfortunately, at least on my end, it looks like her marriage ended. From her end, she's still sitting there wishing that it kind of he comes back or some nonsense damsel in distress bullshit. If that's your case right now and you think they're going to come back, by all means, I applaud you for your patience. However, I do need to tell you, at least from my end, you need to start building a life without them. If you want them to come back, you got to show them that you no longer have time or space for them in your life. And then they're going to want to come back. Because if not, they're going to sit there and think like, yo, this girl's been here waiting for me this whole time. Of course, I can come back whenever I want. I can be out there gallivanting and doing whatever I want. And she'll always be home waiting for me. No, that's not the case. You move on. You know, you do your thing. You start rising. And if they want to come back and at that given point in your time, if you want this person back, then take them. If you don't, maybe you found somebody new. Maybe you fell in love with yourself like I did. And you're just going to want to keep it walking. Like, no, I'm sorry. I already packed up your shoes a long time ago. You need to get skipping, boy. So, you know, I come back to saying this because I keep getting told, like, my views are too rough or I'm too extreme. But unless you're extreme with somebody or a quotation, quote unquote, extreme with somebody, you need to, like, unless you're that extreme, this person is going to take you for granted. Because I've been taken for granted so many times in my life, I can't even begin to tell you. Right, people that think that I'm in that I will always be there, that I will always be at their, their position, and that's not the case. You know, I have feelings, so do you. I have standards, so do you. 
So if you're not able to fulfill this need that I have, then I'm going to have to open the door and tell you to leave. And when I open the door and tell you to leave, boy, <laughs> you don't come back. I'm not that type of person. That's with business. That's with friendship. That's with relationships. Whatever it is, once I tell you, you got to go, I don't need you here. Or you did me dirty like so many of my business transactions. I don't look at you the same way. Like you're not going to have that access to me. And I don't, you know, I don't yell at you. I don't do this internet thing, the, you know, the videos and the memes and whatever. I don't do none of that. You just don't have access to me. And if you've been listening to me for the last 175 episodes, you know how special I am. So you not having access to me should be the punishment because you'll never meet anybody like me again, period. So this is the kind of standard I have in life, okay? This is the kind of standard. And I do hope that you, my lovely listener, have that same standard with yourself and the things that you want for you, okay? All right. I think I've blabbed enough and I've and I've spilled too many secrets on here. <laughs> I love y'all. Thank you so much for listening to me. Please don't forget to subscribe, share with the anti-group, share on Instagram. I know y'all make me famous. I'm out here dropping episodes. You guys don't make me famous. What's really good? <laughs> rich and famous, rich and famous. I have a cousin in the DR, my youngest cousin, Gabby, and she always says that she wants to be millonaria y famosa, which is rich and famous. Yeah, no, millionaire and famous, if I translate it correctly. So, you know, y'all help with help with G out. <laughs> All right, yo, as always, this is your favorite podcast host, Hannah Guzman. Coming at you from the studio wishing you the most week. Chick get to me once now, baby. But I'll never let you win the game.